Hello everyone and welcome to the Mimetic Exegete podcast. I'm your host Simon Skidmore. In this series we have been studying the prophetic book of Jeremiah. Jeremiah warns the people to repent from their idolatry to avoid the coming judgment. However, the people ignore Jeremiah and continue in their sin. Instead of repenting in sackcloth and ashes, the people arrogantly adorn themselves with fine clothes, jewellery and makeup as they attempt to attract their foreign lovers. Of course, the language here is all figurative and attempts to describe Israel's stubbornness as they pursue their foreign idols at all costs. Utterly consumed with mimetic desire, they cannot forsake the pursuit of their idols, even if it will ultimately lead to their own destruction. We saw a similar idea communicated in the Exodus narrative. Pharaoh's heart was hardened and he stubbornly refused to emancipate his Israelite slave force, even though this refusal destroyed the land of Egypt. Now it is Israel who will be destroyed because they have forsaken the Lord and refused to repent from their mimetic idolatry. As we read on, the Lord confirms Jeremiah's calling and places special power in his message. Therefore, thus says the Lord, the God of hosts, because you have spoken this word, behold, I am making my words in your mouth a fire, and this people would, and the fire shall consume them. Behold, I am bringing against you a nation from afar, O house of Israel, declares the Lord. It is an enduring nation, it is an ancient nation, a nation whose language you do not know, nor do you understand what they say. Their quiver is like an open tomb. They are all mighty warriors. They shall eat up your harvest and your food. They shall eat up your sons and your daughters. They shall eat up your flocks and your herds. And they shall eat up your vines and your fig trees, your fortified cities in which you trust. They shall beat down with the sword. But even in those days, declares the Lord, I will not make a full end of you. And when your people say, Why has the Lord our God done all these things? You shall say to them, As you have forsaken me and served foreign gods in your land, so you shall serve foreigners in a land that is not yours. Declare this in the house of Jacob. Proclaim it in Judah. Hear this so foolish and senseless people who have eyes but do not see, who have ears but do not hear. Do you not fear me, declares the Lord? Do you not tremble before me? I place the sand as a boundary for the sea, a perpetual barrier that it cannot cross. Though the waves toss, they cannot prevail. Though they roar, they cannot pass over it. But this people has a stubborn and rebellious heart. They have turned aside and gone away. They do not say in their hearts, Let us fear the Lord our God, who gives us the rain in due season, the autumn rain and the spring rain, and keeps for us the weeks appointed for the harvest. Your iniquities have turned these away, and your sins have kept good from you. For wicked men are found among you. They lurk like fowlers lying in wait. They set a trap. They catch people. Like a cage full of birds, their houses are full of deceit. Therefore, they have become great and rich. They have grown fat and sleek. They know no bounds in deeds of evil. They judge not with justice the cause of the fatherless to make it prosper, and they do not defend the rights of the needy. Shall I not punish them for these things, declares the Lord? And shall I not avenge myself on a nation such as this? 
an appalling and horrible thing has happened in the land. The prophets prophesy falsely, and the priests rule at their direction. My people love to have it so. But what will you do when the end comes? Flee for safety, O people of Benjamin, from the midst of Jerusalem. Blow the trumpet in Tekoa and raise a signal on Beth Hacharem. For disaster looms out of the north and great destruction. The lovely and delicate bread I will destroy, the daughter of Zion. Shepherds with their flocks shall come against her. They shall pitch their tents round her. They shall pasture each in his place. Prepare war against her. Arise and let us attack at noon. Woe to us for the day declines, for the shadows of evening lengthen. Arise and let us attack by night and destroy her palaces. For thus says the Lord of hosts, Cut down her trees, cast up a siege mound against Jerusalem. This is the city that must be punished. There is nothing but oppression within her. As a well keeps its water fresh, so she keeps fresh her evil. Violence and destruction are heard within her. Sickness and wounds are ever before me. Be warned, O Jerusalem, lest I turn from you in disgust, lest I make you a desolation, an uninhabited land. Thus says the Lord of hosts, They shall glean thoroughly as a vine the remnant of Israel, like a grape-gatherer passes your hand again over its branches. To whom shall I speak and give warning that they may hear? Behold, their ears are uncircumcised. They cannot listen. Behold, the word of the Lord is to them an object of scorn. They take no pleasure in it. Therefore, I am full of the wrath of the Lord. I am weary of holding it in. Pour it out upon the children in the street and upon the gatherings of young men also. Both husband and wife shall be taken, the elderly and the very aged. Their houses shall be turned over to others, their fields and wives together. For I will stretch out my hand against the inhabitants of the land, declares the Lord. For from the least to the greatest of them, everyone is greedy for unjust gain. And from the prophet to the priest, everyone deals falsely. They have healed the wound of my people lightly, saying, Peace, peace, when there is no peace. Were they ashamed when they committed abomination? No, they were not at all ashamed. They did not know how to blush. Therefore they shall fall among those who fall. At the time that I punish them, they shall be overthrown, says the Lord. The Lord now places his fiery words in the mouth of Jeremiah, whose speech will burn unfaithful Israel as if they were wood. As the Lord's instrument, Jeremiah is portrayed as speaking Israel's judgment into existence. The armies of Babylon march upon Israel, utterly destroying their fortified cities. Yet, the Lord again promises to preserve a remnant who will ultimately rebuild Israel. When this remnant asks why the Lord allowed this disaster to happen, Jeremiah points to Israel's idolatry. The Israelites defiled the land of Canaan by imitating the worship and desire of the nations around them. In so doing, Israel became indistinguishable from their ancient Near Eastern neighbours. This lack of distinction allows Babylon to destroy Israel, just like all the other nations. The Israelites become like idols, having eyes but not seeing, and ears yet not hearing. 
Blinded by mimetic desire, the people do not revere the Lord and commit all manner of evil in pursuit of their desired objects. By these means, the land has become riddled with injustice and violence, prompting the Lord to turn away his face in disgust. This turning away describes the removal of the Lord's beneficent presence from Israel as divine blessing is replaced with divine violence. Instead of calling for repentance, the Israelite false prophets and priests actually approve of Israel's sin and tell the people what they want to hear. They prophesy peace and safety when there is no peace, while Jeremiah warns the people to flee from the wrath of the Lord. Unfortunately, Israel ignores Jeremiah's warnings and listens instead to their false prophets, which allows them to continue in their sin and unrighteousness. By ignoring his repeated calls to repentance, the people compromise Jeremiah's pursuit of his desired identity as a prophet of Israel. Perceiving the people as an obstacle to this identity, Jeremiah calls for the Lord's violence to be poured out upon them without distinction, and the Lord vows to fulfill this petition. By these means, Jeremiah plays the role of kindling divine fire in Israel. His calls to repentance only serve to stoke the fire of mimetic violence as the people shamelessly continue in their own sin. As we read on now from verse 16, the Lord instructs Israel to avoid the coming wrath by forsaking their idolatry and returning to him. Thus says the Lord, Stand by the roads and look and ask for the ancient paths, where the good way is, and walk in it, and find rest for your souls. But they said, We will not walk in it. I set watchmen over you, saying, Pay attention to the sound of the trumpet. But they said, We will not pay attention. Therefore hear, O nations, and know, O congregation, what will happen to them. Hear, O earth, behold, I am bringing disaster upon this people, the fruit of their devices, because they have not paid attention to my words. And as for my law, they have rejected it. What use to me is frankincense that comes from Sheba, or sweet cane from a distant land? Your burnt offerings are not acceptable, nor your sacrifices pleasing to me. Therefore thus says the Lord, Behold, I will lay before this people stumbling blocks against which they shall stumble. Fathers and sons together, neighbor and friend shall perish. Thus says the Lord, Behold, a people is coming from the north country. A great nation is stirring from the furthest parts of the earth. They lay hold on bow and javelin. They are cruel and have no mercy. The sound of them is like the roaring sea. They ride on horses, set in array as a man for battle. Against you, O daughter of Zion. We have heard the report of it. Our hands fall helpless. Anguish has taken hold of us. Pain as of a woman in labor. Go not out into the field, nor walk in the road. For the enemy has a sword. Terror is on every side. O daughter of my people, put on sackcloth and roll in ashes. Make mourning as for an only son. Most bitter lamentation, for suddenly the destroyer will come upon us. I have made you a tester of metals among my people, that you may know and test their ways. They are all stubbornly rebellious, going about with slanders. They are bronze and iron, all of them act corruptly. 
The bellows blow fiercely, the lead is consumed by the fire. In vain the refining goes on, for the wicked are not removed. Rejected silver they are called, for the Lord has rejected them. By delivering his message of truth, Jeremiah tests the faithfulness of Israel. Will they return to the Lord or cling to their mimetic idols? To avoid disaster, Israel must return to the ancient paths, the paths of lawful obedience to the Lord. By these means, the community will stifle mimetic rivalry to promote peace and prosperity. However, the people refuse to listen to the blast of the trumpet and to repent from their ways, preferring rather to perish along with their fine perfume and exotic foods. Such desired objects become stumbling blocks to Israel that will ultimately lead to their destruction. In response to their idolatry, the Lord of mimetic violence will pour out his wrath upon Israel. After Babylon has laid siege to it, the land will be left bare and desolate, like a farm or vineyard after the harvest. All people will suffer, both rich and poor, along with their houses and property, which will also be destroyed. Reading on now from chapter 7, verse 1. The word that came to Jeremiah from the Lord. Stand in the gate of the Lord's house and proclaim there this word and say, Hear the word of the Lord, all you men of Judah who enter these gates to worship the Lord. Thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, amend your ways and your deeds, and I will let you dwell in this place. Do not trust in these deceptive words. This is the temple of the Lord, the temple of the Lord, the temple of the Lord. For if you truly amend your ways and your deeds, if you truly execute justice one with another, if you do not oppress the sojourner, the fatherless, or the widow, or shed innocent blood in this place, and if you do not go after other gods to your own harm, then I will let you dwell in this place, in the land that I gave of old to your fathers forever. Behold, you trust in deceptive words to no avail. Will you steal, murder, commit adultery, swear falsely, make offerings to Baal, and go after other gods that you have not known, and then come and stand before me in this house which is called by my name, and say, We are delivered, only to go on doing all these abominations? Has this house, which is called by my name, become a den of robbers in your eyes? Behold, I myself have seen it, declares the Lord. Go now to my place that was in Shiloh, where I made my name dwell at first, and see what I did to it because of the evil of my people Israel. And now, because you have done all these things, declares the Lord, and when I spoke to you persistently, you did not listen. And when I called you, you did not answer. Therefore, I will do to the house that is called by my name and in which you trust and to the place that I gave to you and to your fathers as I did to Shiloh. And I will cast you out of my sight as I cast out all your kinsmen, all the offspring of Ephraim. As for you, do not pray for this people or lift up a cry or a prayer for them and do not intercede with me for I will not listen. Do you not see what they are doing in the cities of Judah and in the streets of Jerusalem? The children gather wood, the fathers kindle fire, the women knead dough to make cakes for the Queen of Heaven, and they pour out drink offerings to other gods to provoke me to anger. Is it I whom they provoke, declares the Lord? 
is it not themselves to their own shame? Therefore, thus says the Lord God, Behold, my anger and my wrath will be poured out on this place, upon man and beast, upon trees of the field and the fruit of the ground. It will burn and it will not be quenched. Jeremiah takes his message to the temple, the traditional center of Israelite religion. Calling the people to lay aside their hypocrisy, Jeremiah challenges the people to repent from their sin. They cannot cover over their sins with acts of religious piety. The Lord desires justice and mercy for the poor and the oppressed rather than ritual sacrifice in the temple. But the people continue to shed innocent blood in pursuit of their mimetic idols and then seek safety in the house of the Lord. The prophet warns Israel that this tactic will not work. If the people continue in their sin, the temple will be destroyed and the Israelites carried off into exile in Babylon. Again in this passage, Jeremiah calls for genuine moral renewal rather than virtue signaling through acts of religious piety. Interestingly, the Lord commands Jeremiah not to pray for the people because his prayer will be ignored. As we saw in the previous chapter, Jeremiah became frustrated with the people's stubbornness and unwillingness to repent even in the face of disaster. We then saw Jeremiah call for the Lord to pour out his wrath upon them because they threatened Jeremiah's identity as a prophet. Now in chapter 7, the Lord of mimetic desire inspires Jeremiah not to pray for the people as he anxiously looks forward to their downfall. The people have provoked the Lord to anger and jealousy through their idolatry. Here we get another little window into the Lord's own struggle for identity as the great God of Israel. The Lord is dishonoured as the Israelite families express their religious devotion to foreign gods. The image of whole Israelite families participating in pagan rituals signals a complete shift in culture. These people are no longer set apart for the Lord, but have become indistinguishable from the nations around them as they pursue their mimetic desires by worshipping foreign gods. Seeing the people's disobedience as an obstacle to his own identity, the Lord vows to vent his anger upon them and refuses to entertain any intercession on their behalf from Jeremiah. Just as the Lord destroyed the sanctuary in Shiloh, so too will he destroy the temple in Jerusalem through mimetic violence of warfare. Thanks again for joining me on the Mimetic Exegete podcast. Until next time, may the Lord bless you and keep you.